Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. You all were at the industrial accident. Uh, you want to talk about the industrial accident? Well... No, and he holds up a piece of very familiar chitinous material, and he pulls out this little dropper of something and drops a little, just a single drop on it, and you watch as it starts to hiss and burn through this piece of chitin. So, uh, what's that liquid? Uh, actually, I have no idea what this is. But for some reason, we have to pump it down into the mine. Does the town know about this? The town belongs to the Moors, whether you like it or not. You all know what this piece is from, don't you? Uh, if we don't cause something to change, there's not going to be much of a town left. I don't want whatever's happening to continue. And I want to do what I can to try and make that stop. Chad, you are, this is day, day two for you. In the jail cell, and as you're kind of in there, you see Sheriff Stone and your dad walk into the to the office, 
and Sherstone unlocks it, opens the door, and just, you're free to go, no. Your car, with your backpack sitting in it, as well as a few things in the back, and then your father's limo, as he looks at you, uh, sticks his hand out, and he goes, your key to the house. When you hit that <laughs> ground, and you're kind of stunned and looking up, you kind of shift, get onto, like, your your hands and knees looking down at your own shadow, and mm. strangely, the small face forms in it, and it looks at you, but only for a second. What the hell? Guys, I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Okay, so Chad is a little bit panicked. I don't think he understands what he just did or that he actually did it. He just saw this, this strange face coming out of the floor. Uh, he was in pain from falling down the steps. So Chad is, you know, kind of freaking out at the moment, but at the same time, he's a cool level headed kind of jock dude. And it, the first thing he's caring about right now is trying to save his town. So he realizes that something freaking weird just happened and this thing has been happening to him for a while. He fell out of a helicopter through nothing. He uh, fell out of a car and landed miles away. Um, he, Same effect, different sensation. It is, instead of it doing like a backflip in a pool, it was like, imagine running through snow with your eyes closed. Ooh, much more pleasant, actually. Okay, so Chad takes stock of where he is and... Um, I don't think he realizes yet that he can do this. So the first thought in his head is he needs, does he have any idea where he's at? Oh, he's on the hill, right? So sort of down below the mansion of the manor house. So uh, he's going to make for the manor house. He's going to head for Woodmore Manor at the fast, at the fastest sprint he can manage. Alrighty. You can, you are heading towards the Woodmore house. And I guess I guess the inner monologue going through Chad's head at this moment as he's, you know, doing a rapid, not quite a sprint, because it's probably a long distance from here to the, the house, is that he needs to get gear and he needs to, you know, get whatever weapons he can out of Grandpa's study. And maybe that triggers a flashpoint and he ends up in the study. Um, so... 
Do you have you looked at your shadow since then? Mm, I don't think Chad would have thought to look at his shadow. Maybe he could. Maybe he could glance at it as he's jogging through the woods. Um, sure, he'll look at his shadow. Um. So you see your shadow, and it's kind of jogging next to you. Um. But does it wave at me? It. It kind of looks at you, and that face comes back, and it grins, and um. And then as you kind of have this desire to get home, you watch as it looks pained as you feel that sensation as you, like, slip into, like, this darkness. And it, it's like everything is, like, you're, everything's cold around you. It's pitch black. It feels like you're running through, like, a field of snow, but it's super windy. So it's, like, this, like, biting cold darkness. But instead of you feeling that kind of, like, running forward, being pulled by your chest... Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you're getting thrown backwards and you come out ejected kind of near where you were just before. Also, I'm back by the Jeep. No, or you, back, you're back in the center of the woods. Back in the center of the woods. Huh. What the hell? Um, okay, okay, Chad, Chad, Chad has to think. He's, um... Uh, I was here, and then I was running, and then I was there, and then I saw my shadow, and then I was here. Am I just going crazy? And I look at my shadow, and I just ask it, am I going crazy? And he shakes its head no. <laughs> That's a bad sign. <laughs> did you, and I, I, I'm actually talking to my shadow. Uh, did you do this? He points at himself and then kind of like points to you and like kind of like meshes his fingers together it's very weird to see it's like the weirdest shadow puppet um meshes its fingers together and then nods was there some crazy smoke in that that crazy uh studio we were just in is that what's going on here um he shakes his head no can you teleport me or, or move me somewhere I want to be? He he gives like a, a nod but a shrug um, and then kind of like looks in the direction of your house and just kind of like shakes his head no and looks a little pained. Oh, doesn't want to go there. Can you get me to my Jeep? Chad will like kind of kneel down on the ground and place his hands so his hands are in contact with the shadow's hands and concentrate on the jeep. Um, as you do that, you feel that sensation kind of rip through you again, but it feels like you're running and being pulled at the same time. Like um, if you're playing tug of war and you're, you're the anchor and you've lost. And so you feel this kind of force pulling you as well as you're running. And then it's, and then you kind of, in that uh, as it kind of goes dark for a second, it comes light again, and you're standing kind of right next to your... Um... Cherry Red Jeep? Yeah, your Cherry Red Jeep. Thank you. Fantastic. All right. This has been one weird-ass day. So Chad will first check in the back to make sure his rifle is there. Then he's going to hop behind the driver's seat, kick on some grooving tunes, and head on at full speed toward the quarry. Uh, all right, you start heading for the quarry, and we're going to come cut back to the hospital. What are you guys doing? You've got your mom 
your moms are there. Um, Dottie, um, you're kind of still laying in the, the now shifted bed. People are freaking out because that was a ma that was a big earthquake. As you see, like ambulances starting to come in. Uh, since my mom's okay, I think, and we went back to Dottie's room, right? That's how we left off. Yeah. Uh, is Dottie capable of walking? Like, what, what's her situation? Yeah, I mean, it's just my arm that's screwed. Yeah. Up, but... uh, hey, hey, guys, that has to be one of those big bugs. Maybe we should try and go, like, intercept it or find it. Maybe we can, like, get it to go back into the mountains. I don't know. I'm open ideas. Or get it to turn into a tree, since that's our track record so far. But yes, I agree. We need to talk to the bugs. I mean, I... As much as I really do want to get to the secret of this weird fluid, it's more important to relocate the bugs to a safe environment, not kill them. Are we clear on that? Um, yeah, so I think we had start heading that way. Like, hey, Danny, are you, you going to come with us to check out these bugs? Yes, that's probably a good idea. We should probably try to stop them because I think the town looks like it's collapsing on itself. Um, Dottie, as you're kind of like sitting there, you hear this kind of ear, like ear-shattering scream, just like echo, echo around you, and it is, it is, it is painful to listen to. Did anyone? Is that just me? Is what just you? Who was that? Did you guys just hear a scream? No. That's just me. Psychic isn't real. Psychic isn't real. Psychic isn't real. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. Let me talk to the bugs again. I'll just keep taking damage. It'll be fun. What? That seems like a bad idea. Your arm is basically melted They're off. They're in pain. And, well, you know, maybe stop doing... Maybe, okay, let's find Shad Woodmore. How about that? We know that he's at the radio station, so we head over to the radio station, and then I pin him to a tree and tell him, you need to get your company to stop pumping this liquid into these caverns, and then they'll stop being in pain and trying to destroy the town. How is he going to do that? He's disowned now. You know, these people, it, it's, it's all for show. You know, he's not really disowned. Who disowns their only son? Okay, well, you remember that weird thing you do with wood? Maybe we could, uh, we could find him that way? Yeah, okay, let's try it. I mean, he sh I, I guess he might be leaving the radio station when he stick around, but, I mean, they've got nice lamps there. They also have these cookies. You really need to try the cookies sometimes. Have you ever been to the radio station? I can't say that I have. The radio station has cookies? The radio station has cookies, yes. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I don't understand. If you try the radio station's cookies, you're in for a good time. But um, listen, we'll... Okay, let's just go outside. I mean, nobody's paying attention to us right now. They're trying to put the hospital back together, and we'll just sneak out. That's what we do, apparently. I've apparently become a delinquent, and I blame it all on you, Lucas. <laughs> let's go. You wish you were as cool as me. Uh, I'm not in it to be cool. I'm in it to save some bugs. That sounded really weird. Anyway, well, let's go. You know what? My parents would be proud of me. Except they wouldn't be proud of me because I'm escaping. I'm running away. But they would be proud of me for saving bugs? It's a lot. 
It's a lot, guys. Let's go find a tree. Your life sounds complicated. <laughs> I think everybody's life is complicated, uh, Danny. Yeah. No, yours, yours specifically. Uh, thanks. I appreciate it. I don't think that was a compliment, but no, it's okay if it you wasn't. take it as one. Oh, whatever. Let's just go hug a tree already. So we go outside and we find a tree. So as you kind of like look at the tree, you walk outside and it's kind of like this taller aspen tree. Um, and it has like those very, it's signature yellow leaves, white bark with this eye-like striations. And as you look at it, Dottie, um, it, you look up at it and up kind of like where the branches start to leaf out, um, you see kind of like this gnarled, gang like gangly bottom half of this of like a woman's face with these like giant bark like teeth and just this whole oh my, it is not a pleasant visage to look at um but where and kind of where her her eyes would be in the top of her head is where the tree um where the branches of the tree start to spread out and you see as like these two everyone else Everyone, you, the rest of you don't see this, just Dottie, um, but everyone sees two lines of sap running down the tree. Kind of starting near the, where the branches would be. Man, this is just like that movie I saw last year. The Pocahontas one. Goodness. Uh, uh, guys, do you see a face in the tree? I see, I see two lines of sap. Well, uh, we've got to do something. Oh, gosh, got to do something about these bugs. We've got to save these bugs. Let's, uh, so, do I put the key in? So, you kind of, you, you see it, it look at, at you, Dottie. The rest of you don't see the, the face. Um, um, the tree kind of, unlike you have before, the tree... Almost, you hear, like, one of the branches shift and pop. The rest of you, it looks like the branch kind of cracks. Dottie, you see it's kind of, like, reach this branch-like hand out. Um, take yours. And then all of you feel that sensation of falling backwards in a pool. And, um, or doing a backflip in a pool that kind of, like, burned in your nasal cavities. That weird kind of, like, like disorient disorienting weightlessness. And then... You are, you kind of emerge out of a tree next to the radio station. You do not see Chad's car. Oh, oh God. All right. Oh. I didn't realize you were consciously doing that before, Daddy. I didn't realize that was, that was you. I thought that was just happening. You know, we're not sure that it isn't just happening. Let's not say that correlation equals causation. But, um... This is just my life now. I need a CAT scan. I should have gotten a CAT scan when I was in the hospital. Yeah, this is I don't think you've got the insurance for that. Anyway, let's find this dingus. It's true. They really don't pay government officials anything. Let's get inside. Um. All right, so you go up and knock on the door. Um, You knock on the door, and, and the familiar visage of Danny, one of your favorite guys, Murdoch Fox, kind of... Um, emerges and he looks out and he's like and then he, he has this sort of like moment of understanding he goes you're Lucas Dottie and Danny right uh 
I am Danny, and you are Murdoch Fox, host of the Fox Hunt. My favorite. Uh, uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite radio program, and I love to listen to it. And I, I can I be on the radio? Sure. Did you guys come up here to give a bit of an interview? No, no. We're trying to find the doofus number seven. We might be willing to do an interview. Would we? But I'm not. Don't use my name. I'm not. Okay. I don't even know these guys. Where's the doofus? Uh, I think to clarify, the doofus in question, its name is Chad Woodmore. He uh, was at your station, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, he just... Uh... He just left. You guys just missed him. Great. Which way did he go? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where it went. Danny? He probably also, knows I went down the uh, the mountain road away yeah. from the station. Yeah. But where I went from there, I didn't tell him. How many minutes ago was it? Was it like the type of thing where uh, uh, Murdoch would expect us to have like passed him on the way up? Um, Not... Not that, a little bit longer than that, but he's like, okay. he, he drove off probably maybe like five, ten minutes ago, not not too long. Danny, and he basically offers out a, like a hand to fist bump you. It's nice to meet you, man. Always great to meet a fan, especially one of the one of the hometown heroes, as we're calling you. We gotta find a better name. Danny fist bumps him back. All right, Chad headed out. He should be back. His dad kicked him out. He's crashing with me for a little bit. You guys, if you guys want to do that interview, I'm happy to come in. Lucas? Yeah. Um, we'll keep your name out of it. No problem. Appreciate that. Happy to keep keep up that journalistic integrity. Wait, who said Rest we're the you... town heroes? Chad told me some things he didn't say on the, on the radio. <sighs> God, that knucklehead. Thanks, Chad. Thad. That's what we should say. Thad. Whenever we want to say thanks, Chad. Just bad got to get those abreaves now don't you so i don't think i would i don't think i would ever say thanks chad yeah i don't i don't think he would ever do anything that i would thank him for yeah we should go find him yeah the one thing uh chad did say to murdoch before he left was a rather cryptic i'm gonna go kill it in it meaning the earthquake um, he said as one about, does one frequently kills earthquakes yeah he said some about killing some I don't know if he's gonna go like shred it or whatnot um <laughs> but uh yeah that was that was the last thing he said to me wait wait hold on so specifically he said I'm going to go kill it something of that nature I um uh, I mean I definitely close. I look at the other two like oh crap. Ah, that's kind of his modus operandi, isn't it? Just killing stuff. Let's go fetch the shad. Uh, do you, so what do you do? Do you guys, um, teleport to, do you guys, or, well, do you go back to the tree and try and go? Yeah. It was good meeting you, Murdoch. Yeah, it's good to see you again, Murdoch. I believe, I think we've met before. Uh, I think, I think you came up here on a tour of buildings and... Well, my parents like that. did that interview with you, which yeah. poorly, but I, I I apologize for them. It, it won't happen. But yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Well, um, one last thing. As you guys are getting ready to go, he kind of like, he's he's kind of more subdued and kind of in his mellow stuff. He kind of like takes a second. He goes, you guys go out there and go get Chad. Good luck and 
Godspeed, kind of putting on the radio personality for a second. Um, but Chad, you're bouncing some tunes heading towards that, uh, um, heading towards that qu quarry. Yeah. Okay. So uh, obviously, I cannot get into the quarry. Uh, so what I remember is we were first attacked, or with these tunnely things behind the quarry, like off around in the woods and the fields behind the quarry. So Chad's going off road back in that direction. When he gets to that big open clearing, he's going to get his rifle, uh, a bandolier of, you know, or a, a, a box of ammo, and he's going to set out across the field, like looking for signs of these monsters. You get closer and then you, you see where there is kind of like, kind of towards where the, where the river starts to, to pool kind of come down. It's a little bit farther away from the quarry. You see where this massive kind of hole has opened up. It's probably about... It's more like a tear than a hole itself. Um, Down by the river? A little bit off of the river. You can hear the river in the distance, but you can't see it yet. Um, and thinking back, you have this brief moment of understanding of this is where the entrance was marked on my grandfather's map. Hey guys, my name is Paul Purnell and I am the creative director of the RPG Empire. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. And we hope you join the Empire and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon. The RPG Empire, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. Yeah, that we were trying to figure out the overlay, and this is actually it. And I'm like, light bulb moment. Which is weird because all because it's it's freshly open. This is where you saw the clouds of dust emerge from. That's what I thought. All right, so let's 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 take care of business, shall we? Be nice to have some backup. So um, I grab my rifle and I am basically moving towards the opening but really scoping out the area looking for anything i might have missed or um any signs of these monsters the carapace basically i'm trying to investigate the area um all right roll investigate a mystery a five i know nothing so yeah you're kind of you you're just kind of basically monitoring this uh this area and just kind of like walking around the hole trying to get a precursory glance when um as uh cutting over to the other guys you don't see the old woman again but you still have or the woman's face in the tree but you still get this feeling of like that's how it works like you've kind of understand that's how it works so i'm assuming you guys are trying to teleport to chad yeah 
All right, so Chad, you're kind of walking out, um, kind of outside the perimeter of this hole, as you kind of hear like the cracking and popping of what sounds like a tree falling, but instead, this large kind of, this large aspen tree, you watch as the trunk of it kind of shifts open, almost like a, um, kind of shifts shifts a little bit, and then coming out of it first is. Um, Dottie almost like transitioning from Bart to person, then Danny, then Lucas as they step out of this tree. I think Lucas kind of like bends over, like grabbing his knees and he's like, ugh, ugh, every time. It's just so weird. Chad swings his rifle around to point it and say, it's you. Oh, I knew you guys are trying to help this damn monster. Yeah, I am. And I'm going to walk straight up to him oh, and like straight where the gun is. And I'm going to grab the gun. <laughs> and oh. if possible, I'm going to pull it out of his hand and just fling it into the woods. Danny, Roll. Danny does not. Danny does not like uh, having a gun pointed at him. So he there's definitely going to be a jinx. Danny roll jinx. You know what? Okay. Guns are evil by their very nature, and therefore my body is a divine weapon. Oh, yes. <laughs> no! I think this is the first uh, jinx failure I've ever had. Nice. Mark, oh, mark what happens when you? Boy. What happens when you fail a jinx? Yeah. I don't. On a miss, the keeper holds two over <sighs> you to be used in the same way. So you oh. have two to interfere <sighs> with the hunter, giving them negative one forward. As as you try and jinx, um, your eyes glow. You feel that heat in your eyes as you look at Chad, kind of reflexively. Um, but then you feel this kind of like you you have this cold sensation as you feel um, that heat get forced away and cold, and your eyes feel cold. Um, not like not to the point of it being painful, but. If you've like, if you've ever stick in your stuck your head at a car window while it's going really kind of fast, and so you come back and your eyes are like, you know, kind of crispy. Strange though, um, Chad, you watch as your shadow basically um, get like from the tree, uh, raises its hand out, and then lowers. Dottie, I need you to roll a um, uh, roll me a kick some ass uh, roll. Um, Chad, I need you to also roll a kick some ass roll. You barely managed to hold it as this, this small freshman girl comes up and, like, wrenches, tries to wrench that gun out of your hands, and you feel, like, a little twinge in your shoulder of, wow, that was a strong pull. Um, no, I just recently fell down the steps, so, I mean, that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Very likely story. All right, so Dottie, you now have a hand on Chad's rifle. You're standing right in front of it. Uh, Chad, you, you're pointing your gun at Dottie. Whoa, 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 Chad! Come on, come on, man! You got, you can't be pointing guns at people. I've seen it twice now. She's been helping these monsters. They're going to destroy my town, and I'm not gonna let it happen. Your town, your town, huh? Listen, bud, and <laughs> she's pissed. These creatures existed well before anything called a Woodmore crawled out of the frickin' cracks and infested this town with their presence. This town exists well before you. You are just a seventh generation. These are probably 20, 30, 40 generations. 
These things are probably well outlast you, and I am so sick and tired of your general nature. Where you just think that you are better than everybody else. So as soon as you get disowned, you, you decide you're going to become a murderer now, I say as I see him, like, you know, twitching with his trigger. Wow, what a big man you are. As soon as you don't have your family name, you immediately resort to thuggery. I think Lucas at this point jumps yeah. down and like kind of gets in between them and kind of pushes Chad's gun down, like not forcefully, but just like, you know, gently kind of pushing Dottie back. Guys, look, we're in a weird spot. Where Where are we, Chad? Why did you come here? I'm trying to find the monster that's causing the earthquakes and kill it before it destroys this town. Well, just so you know... This is all happening because Woodmore Industries is pouring some sort of weird-ass liquid into the ground and burning the hell out of these creatures. I'd be fucking pissed, too. Uh, yeah, Chad, Chad looks surprised and shocked for a moment, and but really quickly, like, catches himself and gets back his cool sort of angry demeanor. Because did it ever occur to you that maybe... Woodmore Industries is trying to stop this thing from coming back again because it's done so before on a schedule? I don't think Woodmore Industries has done anything for this town since its inception. Woodmore Industries created this town and everything in it. No, the people of Woodmore this town Industries... created this town. The people of this town exist beyond your stupid little family. If your family didn't exist... Before I... Lunatic! No guns are dangerous. You're the one who's a lunatic. You have such an entitlement complex. It's unbelievable. Are you really gonna shoot me? Go on. You, you're a Give it! Get no. your hands off you of guys. my- Give it here! Give it! Yeah. Dottie, you were just yelling at Chad right outside this chasm. Where you are now, it's strange. It was like the kind of like the middle of the day, but now it is night. You see kind of like fireflies glowing as you look. You see this kind of like brook running along the side of, of this kind of forested area. And turning around, you see a small cabin made exclusively of, of aspen trees sort of sitting next to this brook. You see a small... As you see an older woman um, sitting, kind of knitting, at, sitting on the porch of this cabin. Oh my god, I've snapped. My brain is completely gone, and I've gone crazy. I've had a stroke. Oh, this is just what happened to my grandfather. It happened to me, and I was only 16, or whatever I am. I walk over to the lady. You're a figment of my imagination, aren't you? If that's what you'd like me to be. Well, I mean, I, I, I'd like for you to be real. But, I mean, because that would mean I wasn't insane. Well, I can be real. I'm as real as you want me to be. Who are you? No offense, ma'am. Sorry. I, I feel bad. I, I, I was just uh, dealing with um a miscreant, and uh. I'm I'm having I'm having a time of it, and uh, um, but my name's Dottie Luzkoff. Uh, remember um, the little antique store? I I know who you are, Dottie. Uh, I believe uh, it or not, I don't quite remember you, which is unusual for me. We haven't 
formerly met. Just call me Granny. That's the closest thing you need right now. Did I meet you at Wistful Things? Mm, no. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not totally comfortable calling people who aren't my grandmother Granny, but I'll, 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 I'll go along with it. All right, Granny. And she kind of, like, motions for you to kind of sit down. There's a small chair next to her, kind of like, um, like old-style rocking chair on the porch, as she just kind of, like, sits and relaxes, looking out over the wood. Uh, over this kind of, like, wood summer night scene. So, I need, I need your help. Well, well, of course. What can I do to help you? Something has been tearing apart my woods. Each of these trees is sort of like a child or grandchild or a great-grandchild for me. And I care very much for them. But I, 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 I need help. I can't do it myself anymore. Are you, are you talking about the bugs? Don't they belong here? No. No. Well, where'd they come from, then? Uh, that's, that's beyond me. Well, it's they, been... they need somewhere to go, don't you think? I don't know where they need to go, but I can't have them here. They already almost ended me once. All my children, my grandchildren, everything that was all around, almost all gone. Have you tried talking to them? I can't. I can't. They aren't like this. Bugs, I can talk to bugs. I can talk to birds, bugs, trees, all that. These, I cannot talk to. Well, I'm, I won't lie. I'm scared of them. I, they, they come around. Like last time they came around. I don't know what got them to go away, but they did. And I, I know it's not fair. You're young. But I need you to help do that. Well, what are your feelings about this weird liquid being poured into you? If you're who I think you are, because my brain is dying. I don't rightly know. Um, it's, I haven't felt anything. I, I can't, it's a little hard to tell. I've got a, well, I, I've got a literal, as you might call it, stomach bug. And I can't really feel if what, you know, if it's causing any damage, I've got something that's causing a lot more at the moment. And so it, it kind of overlays. I, I, so are you saying they're an invasive species? I don't yeah, know. A, I don't well, know which. See, there's these Japanese trees that 
came over and I'm they not. kind of overgrow and steal resources from other trees. She looks a bit a bit confused, but like she doesn't quite get it. Uh, I'm 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 not really sure. Um, it's more a southern thing, according to my parents. But, but as far as I can tell, I, I normally know what things are poison to me and my kin. As far as I can tell, that's not one of them. I I, I don't know how how you want to try and resolve this, but I and as you kind of like. As you're kind of sitting there, um, you watch as, like, her form kind of, like, shifts to almost, like, imagine, like, a doll made of wood, um, and little kind of cracks start to form on it, and that starts to happen with everything. Everything looks like it's made out of, like, like wood, almost like it's a, a, a just, like, a weird dollhouse that's not painted, and then it shifts back to this kind of summer evening, and she kind of goes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's... <sighs> I can't keep you here much longer, but please. Well, where is this? It's wherever you want it to be. Dottie, as you stand there on the porch, you watch as, in the distance, what once was a field of beautiful aspen trees, uh, with this stream running through, starts to darken and blacken. Almost as if it's a mix of shadows and ash just ripping forward through these trees, slowly spreading up. Darkness slowly fills this area, only being held back by the gentle flame of a candle sitting on this porch as all the fireflies fade, and you are left alone in darkness for a second. Hey there, dear listeners. This is your DM, Isaac. If you've enjoyed the show, you should check out the others on the RPG Empire family. Whether you crave the high-stakes adventures of the Wild West, tales of intrigue or magic, or the rough and gritty terrain of a post-apocalyptic world, RPG Empire has it all, with podcasts, playbooks, moves, and all things Monster of the Week and related system. It's the perfect place to find everything you need to enjoy your own mystery, adventure, or tale. So come join us, be part of the mystery.